and this is my honor to be here to see so many colleagues from the UK in higher education. I already seen uh, very interesting discussions today uh, during the first two presentations today. So many interesting questions and also presentations uh, already uh, took place today. So I hope my talk will also contribute to the discussions and also uh, will uh, trying to find some mat matching interests from your research field, I hope. So uh, my talk today mainly focusing on, on uh, organizational culture and instructional innovations in higher education with a focus on teachers and students' perceptions. <coughs> and of course, before I give the presentation on this main topic, I would like to also give some overview <coughs> about uh, my research interests interest and the team. So hopefully uh, we will have some collaboration after uh, today's meeting. So this is uh, our campus, Free University of Brussels. This is the Dutch-speaking university because we also have a French-speaking university with the same name. Um, <laughs> so that as Brussels is bilingual, so we're actually, it was one university before, and in 1967, <coughs> it's split into two universities, uh, with Dutch-speaking and French-speaking. So that's the characteristic of Brussels, uh, <coughs> as you can see. Uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm from China, of course. And then since 12 years, I'm in Belgium. And uh, I've been working at uh, VUB for uh, more than four years now. And before that, I worked on doctoral and postdoctoral at Ghent University. Uh, in Belgium and uh, before that I was working in Beijing uh, in the university uh, that's it's called Communication University of China in Beijing and then I actually did my master studies uh, also in Beijing uh, on international communication studies uh, between 92 and 95. So that's a little bit the background about myself, uh, my education and teaching in China and also in Belgium. Um, so currently my teaching mainly on the three topics, research seminar, on, on, um, mainly on research uh, methodology <coughs> and uh, research topics and then e-learning environment and e-learning design and also on uh, statistical analysis in educational sciences and mainly targeting the group of international uh, students uh, master program in educational sciences and the research uh, fields. Um, so just check if you would be interested in one of the fields for future collaboration. Um, mainly can be categorized in two fields. One related to ICT for Education, e-learning online courses, digital competencies. And the second, second field uh, related to higher education, educational <coughs> innovations, uh, innovative teaching. And also the topic today also related to relationship between organizational culture and uh, innovative teaching and also uh, cross-cultural studies about student learning approaches and learning conceptions. Uh, currently there's also a project uh, going on on the internationalization of higher education and academic mobility. Um, another new project that we are doing now is on socially inclusive ICT based uh, adult learning because I heard from some audience earlier also on adult education. Um, so this is some of the PhD students uh, that I'm supervising <coughs> for, the uh, for the moment. Uh, you will see many of them from China, Chinese PhD students and uh, some from Africa. 
Um, I would also would like to briefly introduce the EU-China Higher Education Research Center, as uh, Professor Evans also introduced uh, at the beginning. So this is a research center that was established in June 2012. I would also like to briefly mention a new project that we are working on, that is with EC funding on uh, EU-China cooperation in doctoral uh, <coughs> education, and it's a three-year project. So we are organizing different uh, conferences and workshops on the dialogue between Chinese higher education stakeholders and European stakeholders. And actually, I would like to take this opportunity to, to invite uh, you, if you're interested, to join our events that will take place, uh, some of uh, its events in Europe and some in China. Um, the objectives of the Higher Education Research Center at our university uh, we're studying development trends of higher education in the EU and China uh, to strengthen exchange and research collaboration between Chinese and European higher education institutions to develop collaborative research projects and also uh, providing services for universities uh, or government regarding EU-China cooperation in higher education. Um, regarding to the main research areas that we are doing, uh, the change of innovations in higher education, higher education policies, uh, the systems, comparative studies, cross-cultural issues related to higher education, and of course also case studies uh, in terms of collaboration between European and Chinese organizations. Um, so a little bit uh, this was a study we did before, but here I only mention very briefly uh, why EU-China higher education is important. Uh, the Chinese, we have the number one overseas students uh, going abroad. This has been mentioned from the previous speakers too. Uh, Chinese students studying abroad, that's the figure actually uh, was uh, only 2011 with uh, 224 million students studying abroad. Um, also, with, um, so that's the accumulated figure, and only in 2011 with 0.34 million students. And the financing, you will see 92% actually self-financed, this issue mentioned, that why Chinese people paying so much to go abroad, and with 4% paying by uh, the Chinese government with the China scholarship. And I've also, uh, because I have one student working on CSC, uh, that's the China Scholarship Council, working on research on this. Uh, uh, overseas Chinese students financed by the Chinese Scholarship uh, Council. So it gives some indication of where they go, and also um, you will see that uh, United States, Australia are very popular, and of course UK also very popular, that, that are the main destinations uh, of uh, Chinese overseas students. You can see some of the main numbers that goes to the major destination countries, uh, financed by the Chinese Scholarship Council, but also for the self-financed students. Um, so the to total number of Chinese students in the main targeted uh, uni uh, countries, uh, again you will see this the major destination with USA, Australia and then UK. Um, and then in the continental Europe, uh, mainly Germany and France, uh, you will see 74% in total, uh, they go to the five major destination countries. 
Um, I would also like to mention about the research partners of the EU-China Higher Education Research Center. And actually, I've briefly uh, this morning talked about uh, Helena about this initiative, hopefully to include SRHE also as one of our research partners. You will see uh, currently we have our research partners yeah, in Brussels, uh, some organizations in, in the US, uh, in the Netherlands, uh, in Finland, in Sweden, in China, of course, yeah, and in Belgium. So uh, we would like to establish some research collaboration uh, with the SRHE. Um, and now I would like to move on to the main topic of today's uh, presentation on organizational culture and instructional innovations in higher education. So this is based on the publication uh, on, uh, in the Journal of Educational Management Administration and Leadership. Um, so the research focus of this study, so we look at the two uh, main uh, focuses. One is organizational culture and then how it is related to instructional innovations. So how do we define it? So first of all, the theoretical background of organizational culture. Organizational culture is very important. Actually, the previous speakers talked about the context in China. And of course, higher education, all schools, they all have their specific organizational culture. So in the literature, there are several de definitions about organizational culture. For example, Lund and Maslowski, they have defined educational culture as shared philosophies, ideologies, values, assumptions, beliefs, expectations, attitudes and norms within a certain organization. And another famous study on organizational culture uh, by Schein, um, and he defined organizational culture at three main levels, and that is physical, values, and tacit assumptions. And of course, that's actually the values play a most important role because it can shape the other things, the behaviors. So in this study, we were focusing on assumptions and values, and we also tried to operationalize how do we measure organizational culture in a more uh, uh, concrete or <coughs> operational way. Um, and the theoretical background of this study is that we would like to, uh, uh, to analyze the relationship how organizational culture can predict a university uh, in terms of uh, their attitudes and also uh, the implementation of instructional innovations. And, and in between, we, we in the literature, there's identified a topic that is culture of innovation. Because we see that organizational culture will influence the culture of innovation of an organization or university or school. And this influence um, is mainly shaped by the internal assumptions, the values, and the management, uh, of course. And it will influence the innovations, how organizations respond to innovations and also implement innovations in organization. So this, is, this theory of culture innovations uh, was uh, put forward by uh, Jusawala and uh, Shishita uh, 2002. 
and of course these innovations in the educational settings that will be related to how schools and universities or higher education institutes will implement and react to uh, instructional innovations. So we see there is a link, a relationship between organizational culture, how it influences the innovative culture and also of course related to the instructional innovations. Therefore, the framework of this research uh, will focus on the, the inference or the relationship between organizational <coughs> culture and instructional innovations. Then how do we define instructional innovations? Because also at different schools, universities, they have their way of uh, how to uh, promote innovative teaching. So how do we define instructional or teaching innovations? Um, so before I go to the innovations, uh, I will <coughs> explain the operational uh, dimensions of organizational culture. <coughs> and so this study also based on previous studies that we did in 2009 and 2013 on uh, organizational culture and school culture uh, to operationalize the measurement of uh, organizational culture. So seven dimensions were identified, including uh, the goal orientations, how a school or higher education institution have a clear goal in terms of the development um, <coughs> of the organization, the innovation orientation, how innovative or how the policies uh, support innovations in the organization, the participation in decision making, meaning <coughs> how democratic the environment is to facilitate participation in, in decision-making from different stakeholders and members within an organization. The shared vision refers to how different members or faculty members, students, teachers within the organization will have a shared, vi shared vision about how our institution should move forward. Uh, the collaborative relationship uh, refers to uh, how collaborative among different faculty members, uh, different, uh, uh, also among students or among staff, how the collaborative environment is within the organization. This, uh, and then on leadership, there are two dimensions. Uh, one is structured leadership, uh, mainly more the, the top-down approach, how the leadership is structured within the organization. Uh, with uh, clear guidance and uh, uh, policies. And the other dimension is supportive uh, leadership. And that refers to more the bottom-up uh, dimension, how uh, different <coughs> members of an institution or school or <coughs> a university uh, support each other among the members and how uh, the members feel they are supported when they undertake or in implement innovations. So that's the um, theoretical framework and also the operational dimensions uh, when we measure or talk about organizational culture. And then the second uh, thing, as I mentioned, is how do we operationalize uh, innovations uh, in uh, teaching or instructional innovations? So many, uh, based on literature studies, we categorize, we categorize the instructional innovations in three main dimensions, uh, incorporating uh, student-centered le learning, how the shift from teacher-centered 
learning to student-centered learning. And the second element is uh, collaborative learning. To what extent collaborative learning uh, is fostered or facilitated in the teaching innovations? And the third element or dimension is how the educational technologies are used and facilitated. And within the use of educational technologies, uh, we also differentiate the use of uh, ICT or e-learning for education and uh, the second dimension of how online collaborative learning is uh, facilitated. Because uh, in the research of using educational technology or e-learning, uh, we see a lot of study, also in my own group, uh, that uh, there are differences how purely a transmissional way of using ICT or using ICT as a collaborative and a collaborative learning tool. So for this dimension, we also differentiate these two uh, uh, directions <coughs> of using uh, ICT as innovative means of teaching and learning. <coughs> and as to the... Um, uh, the um, Measurement as an, 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 an output or the dependent variable for instructional innovations, uh, we dif distinguish and operationalize with four specific areas how universities or higher education institutions uh, react to instructional uh, innovations. We measure uh, four elements. The first is the perceived need for innovations how the stakeholders, mainly we talk about teachers and students, how do they perceive there's a need for innovation at their own institution. And then the second is their views about innovative teaching, meaning what do they think, do, what is, does it mean for innovative teaching? Is it student-centered learning, collaborative learning, or using newer technologies? So the second uh, element to talk about their views how do we think as innovative? So the third element, uh, we talk about the re responsiveness to uh, innovation uh, in teaching and learning, meaning how uh, university stakeholders, teachers and students react. For example, we see tendencies, some teachers react more uh, fast and uh, uh, simultaneously when there's new technology. So okay, you have flip classroom, maybe some students, they take their own initiative to do innovations, or some teachers or students, they will wait, okay, this is too far from me, I will wait till there's a policy from the university to take any actions. So the responsiveness talk about their in own initiatives, whether they will take own initiative to react, or if they will say, wait and see. So it's more an attitude. And then the last element talking about the implementation. So how uh, in real teaching and learning practices they would <coughs> implement certain innovations in the class or in the uh, teaching and learning practices. So these are the, 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 the framework of the research. Um, so a little bit more about the Chinese higher education context. Yeah, previous speakers also mentioned. Um, so Oh, in China, we have more than um, 1,500 uh, yeah, 1, uh, higher education institutions. And among them, more than 640 are academic uh, higher education institutions. So 
who we call here universities. But uh, in China now, they're changing the names. Previously, some are called colleges or institutions, and now they're also moving towards uh, the name of universities. Uh, 95, uh, so you can have some figures here. Uh, 95 universities are <coughs> under the 211 program. Uh, I think this first and second category can be referred to the tier one. The previous speaker talked about tier one, two, and three. Uh, because the National 985, that's also tier one top universities, so they are both referred to key universities. Uh, then we have also the national uh, universities that is directly under administration of uh, ministries. Uh, we have the local university that's uh, administered either by provincial government or municipal government, and uh, also the non-governmental universities or private universities. So that's the broad context. And so why do we study this? Uh, we have <coughs> talked about some of the issues. So on one hand, we see Chinese higher education booming, uh, a lot of students, uh, more universities, and also uh, innovation is quite high. Uh, in some universities, like Peking University, Tsinghua University, they are following all the new trends, uh, developing MOOCs, uh, uh, new uh, uh, trends of uh, higher education. And uh, so those are the positive elements. And on the other hand, we also hear or, or also read from research <coughs> that uh, there are some issues that need to be addressed. Some of this mentioned, like uh, social justice and equality, um, and also uh, some problems, uh, hierarchy or human relationships uh, within the academic field. So these are the things that we see there's a need to study more about how organizational culture in the Chinese context would be related to uh, instructional uh, innovations. And so then now we come to the research question of uh, this study. So the main research question of this research is related to uh, what is the impact of organizational culture on teachers and the students' perceived need, their views, uh, on instructional innovations and also their responsiveness and uh, the actual implementation of innovations. So that is the main research question. And uh, then as sub-research questions, we also talked about the differences between different institutions and also the differences between teachers and students regarding to their perceptions and reactions. Um, so the participants of the study are uh, with six universities involved. Uh, first one, that's the first class key, National uh, Comprehensive University. A second university, that's uh, a national, also National Comprehensive University, but not in the 911 and 985. The third is National Professional University, and then with a Provincial Comprehensive University, a municipal professional university, and the last one, a uh, non-governmental private university. So six universities involved. Uh, just very briefly, uh, the, the teachers and the students involved uh, from the six universities, uh, with a total of 186 teachers and 865 uh, students from the universities. And then um, for the results, um, so here, as you will see that w within this research, these are many quant quantitative data. 
and uh, we do have some follow-up with qualitative research after this uh, but within this uh, paper we mainly uh, reported the uh, quantitative uh, research results um, what is interesting to mention is that we have uh, calculated intra-class correlation coefficients because when we talk about uh, organizational culture, uh, an important element is how consistently the respondents within one organization or one university would respond to a certain dimension. So I think all the other statistics uh, you, you are very familiar with. Uh, so the ICC uh, is quite important when we talk about uh, yeah, in the internal consistency within the organization, especially uh, on organizational culture. Um, so you will see that here uh, we have results related to uh, teacher sample and student sample. Um, mostly the teachers responded a bit more uh, positively than students. Uh, especially regarding the goal orientations of their uh, organization, the innovation orientation, uh, the structured leadership, and uh, also uh, the former relation and collaboration. And the students, they responded more uh, collaboratively uh, or uh, positively uh, regarding the participation in decision making and also uh, the supportive uh, leadership. So that's some of the results related to the respondences of uh, teachers and students. And then um, regarding the educational innovations. So uh, we asked about, as we mentioned, the, need, the perceived need, their views, responsiveness and implementation. So here we mainly find that um, for both teachers and students, uh, they have a very high perceived need, so meaning that all the students and teachers reported there is a high need for uh, instructional innovations uh, in the institution. And they also have a quite positive uh, views about innovative uh, instruction. Uh, and uh, we see uh, from the responses that the implementation level so the actual implementation level of instructional innovations is lower than the perceived need and the views. So meaning that the uh, students and teachers, they see a need for more innovations and in actual implementations, uh, this is uh, lower than what they expect. Um, regarding the uh, organizational features uh, between different institutions, we have uh, analyzed the organizational culture by institution. We will see that uh, among the six universities, uh, so here are the descriptive results in terms of the uh, dimensions of organizational culture. So you see here, A, that's the top uh, university in China, uh, especially uh, the top university in China, they scored very high in the innovative orientation. So they scored the highest on innovative innovation. Uh, this can be related, for example, they have actually the most of the funding coming from central government, so they have much <coughs> more funding. And of course, the support, um, you will see that uh, the support is quite high. Um, and also, uh, so we, we see the among this, the dimensions, the different dimensions of a cultural uh, organizational culture, uh, 
the lowest point is actually um, on structured leadership. So all the re respondents uh, reported uh, more supportive leadership than structured leadership. And uh, regarding to the shared vision, uh, we see uh, most of the institutions uh, reported uh, rather positively, uh, except uh, one of the municipal uh, university reported lower on shared vision. And then uh, we also have the results related to the perceptions and reactions of uh, instructional innovations by different institutions. Um, here again it's confirmed that the perceived need is the highest among uh, all the different institutions and uh, with the uh, implementations uh, lower. Regarding the implementations, as I mentioned, uh, we also uh, separated how they uh, implement collaborative learning, student-centered learning, uh, e-learning, and also online collaborative learning. So regarding the implementation, we see that the um, implementation of collaborative learning and student-centered learning are quite similar across different institutions. And uh, in terms of the ICT use, um, most of these institutions also had a similar level of using uh, e-learning or pure ICT for education, um, but with a lower uh, reported rate of using online collaborative learning uh, across the different institutions. So you will see that most of these institutions, they scored the lowest in terms of the implementation of uh, online collaborative learning. Um, and then the next part of the analysis focused on the uh, influencing factors um, on organizational culture and also uh, the participants' perceptions and reactions to educational innovation. Uh, we see there are differences uh, between gender, also age. Um, there's also differences uh, between the teachers and students. And there are also major differences among institutions. The next part of the results related to uh, the inference of organizational culture and uh, the educational innovations. So we analyzed the relationship between the dimensions of organizational culture and how that uh, is related to uh, the perceived need for innovation, the views about the uh, participants, and also their responsiveness to instructional innovations. So we analyzed uh, the relationship. So you will see that most of the, uh, the results show that uh, the goal orientation, innovation orientation of the institutions, the structured leadership, and also shared vision former relationships between colleagues and students uh, have significant impact on how the students and teachers perceive or uh, respond to instructional innovations. The uh, parameters on the gender age discipline uh, also had uh, so the whether uh, the differences we mentioned about the students and teachers so their age also have uh, the age had had significant impact 
only views and responsiveness. Then the last element about analysis is about how the organizational culture dimensions influence the implementations of innovation. And this is uh, measured in the four specific uh, uh, dimensions on collaborative learning, student-centered learning, uh, the use of e-learning, and the use of online collaborative learning. So here again, uh, we see um, most of the influence uh, from organizational culture uh, coming from whether uh, it's um, innovative environments. So innovation, the second dimension, innovation orientation, had the most uh, significant influence on the institution's uh, implementation of uh, educational innovation. And then the um, second important dimension or the factor is the formal relations uh, or how collaborative uh, the institution is. So you will see the most of the, the factors that has the most stars, meaning with the most significant impact, are the innovation dimension or the formal relation collaborative uh, dimension. So these two had the most influence on the implementation of in innovations. So some summary about results. Um, the first one is that the organizational culture um, significantly differed among the six institutions. And the first class university or the top university enjoys a most innovative culture uh, with a higher participatory decision making and shared vision. However, uh, the supportive leadership uh, is, uh, was not the highest among the six institutions. And the first class university uh, also was the most responsive uh, to innovations and they also had a relatively higher implementation level of uh, e-learning and the collaborative learning online. And uh, for the um, student-centered learning and the collaborative learning, uh, we don't see significant differences among the different institutions. So meaning more or less they are the same level, how they implement student-centered learning and the collaborative learning among the different institutions. Um, so, so we see more convergence among these universities with regard to student-centered learning and collaborative learning. And another summary is that uh, in general, the teachers were more positive about organizational culture uh, regarding the, the goals, uh, innovation orientation, and the structured leadership uh, compared to the students. Both students and teachers, they, re they reported uh, relatively low uh, supportive leadership, participation in decision-making, and structured leadership. Um, both students and teachers uh, reported a high need for innovation and their views uh, about uh, instructional innovations uh, were also quite positive. Um, and in general, we see a trend uh, to indicate there was a higher perceived need for innovation than the actual responsiveness and implementation of uh, instructional innovations. Um, another uh, summary is that uh, the dimension of organizational culture, uh, goal orientation, innovation orientation, the collaborative relationship. Um, 
supportive and structural leadership uh, were uh, strong predictors for the perceptions and implementation of uh, instructional innovations. Um, the participatory decision-making uh, was found to be a significant factor that influences the implementation of uh, collaborative learning and uh, computer-supported collaborative learning. Um, so, as I said, this is a summary of this research and it's mainly quantitative. Uh, we have other follow-up studies uh, in doing qualitative research on organizational culture. And there's also one study uh, that is a qualitative study um, with case study in Beijing and Hong Kong, um, analyzing how innovative are the schools in teaching and learning. So this is a qualitative study with uh, the views from students teachers. Uh, there are also some relevant studies. Uh, so this one examines school culture in Flemish and Chinese primary schools. Uh, that's in the same journal. Uh, this is analyzing the school culture in both settings. Um, related to the computer-supported collaborative learning, there's another study on effects of culture and school factors on implementation of CSL. Uh, with regard to innovative teaching, especially uh, what competencies of teachers are related to uh, innovative teaching, there is this study, the core competencies related to teachers' uh, innovative teaching. And uh, there's another relevant study is uh, teacher perceptions of school culture and uh, organizational commitment. So this is just some relevant studies that maybe uh, if you're interested to uh, discuss further and uh, so that's the end of the presentation thank you very much